This is the Think Tank. What's going on, everybody? My name is Nico. Over there is Mike Cosentini. Hi, guys. Over there is Alex Lawson. Oh, that's great. That's wonderful. If only that was some booze. If only if, that was a only. nice Bud Light. In <laughs> it's there. a Pepsi. Now you get your Pepsi <laughs> on. Uh, welcome to the Think Tank. Uh, our second episode. We are here. Oh, fuck you. With your audience. <laughs> You're such an attention-seeking whore, Alex. You know that? You just always you need that validation. That's the best kind of whore, though. Let's Good point. That's a <laughs> just like, what was it? What did you say today? The best kind of uh, correct is technically correct. It's technically correct. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, kind of correct. He said that's the best kind of correct to be technically correct. That's not bad. There's, I mean, well, how many types of corrects are there? There's, There's like totally correct, yeah. not even a little correct. Correctional There's... facility, not a great correct. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, okay, technically, technically correct. correct. I like that. Nothing better than being technically correct. Politically correct. Politically <laughs> correct <laughs> and awful correct. No doubt about it. World's worst correct. Uh, however, I was not mm. technically correct. I was simply correct. When I picked the Golden State Warriors to beat the Oklahoma City Thunder in the Western Conference Championship Series, Michael Cosentini. That you were. I bragged a little bit on the on the Nico show this week. Just mm-hmm. a just a hint. Are just they beating the Cavs? Tinge of yeah, they are. Yeah, absolutely okay. they are. Uh, Michael picked the Thunder. I was very happy with my pick, uh, but that's a podcast for another day when we start our basketball podcast. We're doing a basketball podcast. No, <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, while we're at it, we do like five already a week on this. Uh, we got some positive responses week one. People seem to like this. I thing. was amazed. Yeah, uh, people liked it. I got some tweets. Michael got some text messages, and uh, I'm I'm quite surprised that people responded to it well. But they found it somewhat funny. I don't know if it's informative, but at, at least somewhat humorous. That's fine. I don't care. <laughs> if no, people but I, listen. That's great. Uh, uh, for whatever I, reason they listen, it doesn't matter. You're still listening to us three losers sitting in a basement recording a podcast. I'm so happy you care about our lives that much, or our voices for that matter. Speaking of listeners, speaking of those that enjoyed the first episode, we're going to start a new segment here. This is called <laughs> Corrections and Retractions here on the Think Tank. Uh, it's it's very rare after one episode that there's already corrections and retractions, but there's already enough of a <laughs> corrections and retractions. Could we shorten that to contractions? Oh, oh. <laughs> that's another podcast. <laughs> that's a completely different podcast. Uh, yeah. So, Michael, your brother texted me. He's the worst. <laughs> it's fine. My my second favorite Cosentini. Sent me a. For the record, I'm not the first. No, you're not. Even close <laughs> I'm to dead the first. last. You're dead last. Uh, maybe above my mother. But that's about it. On a good day, on, on maybe like once every two weeks. <laughs> Your brother Nick, aka Tyler Farms, aka Nikki Rose, decided to send me a text saying that uh, you guys did not factor in that every red flag is not a permanent problem. Okay, that's one thing that he wanted to point out is that we were not. Accepting of people changing. People can't change. Well, that's... See? <laughs> I told you. I told... See, Nico forgot that you two once ganged up on me because I said people could change and you... No, they can't. Said, Nico now agrees with me. I don't remember you taking pussy. that... I don't, I don't remember taking that side. I remember having this conversation. I don't remember taking your you, side. Do you remember though. him taking that side? I remember taking my... You were on my side. Okay. Well, Because you said, you said, I don't usually agree with Alex, <laughs> but in this case... Yes. And you agreed with me. That's a common phrase that I use quite a exactly. bit. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. That's definitely one. We had that on the list of potential topics to do for this thing, but can people change is a big one for sure. 
but he says that essentially they're not always a permanent problem. He gave the example. Uh, I mean, Mike will never shower on a regular basis, so Amanda's already got a level one infraction on him. And I go, and my response, of course, because I I had to play devil's advocate, was to say, but that level one problem is indicative of larger problems. It indicates laziness, which is harder to fix. So that was my response to him. So the question here I want to I shower regularly. I shower mostly every day with the occasional once every two days. Mostly every day? (laughs) When I say mostly every day... I said with the exception of, like, once every two days. If I don't do anything for a day and I wake up and go to bed, like, without doing anything in that day. In the same room. Right, in the same room. Then, <laughs> and I didn't do anything all day. And then sometimes I don't shower. Listen, I don't care. Interesting. Well, according to your brother, that's a level one infraction. Uh, so he essentially said that if you can fix the problem. I'm glad somebody understands the level system. He really sure didn't. He grasped it enough to find the flaws in it. Good, um, good. He's bored. He double, triple checked our work. <laughs> he does say that the formula worked a lot. Um, but he brought up that he uh, he wanted to bring up a couple more things about the level system and the point system. And he also called us idiotic geniuses. So I also hate you had a phone conversation with my brother about this. Yes. <laughs> it was very long, back and forth. There were a lot of 15, exchange of by the way. When they add the music empire to the Nico show, <laughs> when Nick makes it big, he's dragging Nico along with him. That's right. Um, yeah, no. So, so there's one thing. I just want the record to reflect. Your brother does not agree 100% with our system. I think we should stick by it, though. I don't 100% agree with my brother on anything. <laughs> yeah. I like the idea of adding... Um, adding more points as a relationship gets longer, and I feel like that's all factored in. Yeah. Okay. I actually think for an hour and fifteen minutes worth of a podcast, we came up or came up with a pretty, uh, uh, a, a pretty good system. Yeah, we've been a good adjective. Yeah, yeah, came out pretty good. So, all right, you ready? To so, move into this for this topic oh, for boy. today. I need everyone at home to picture this. Close your eyes, real tight. And believe. It's really not that hard to imagine. Just no. okay. <laughs> Picture a party, right? Crowded house, music's bumping, people are dancing, maybe there's some drinking going on. I don't know. Most of our listeners are in high school. All of a sudden. <laughs> or soccer moms. Or 12-year-olds. All of a sudden. At my party, Prince is playing in the background. Door swings open. Nico walks into this party. Changes right to that when I walk in. He knows no one there. Because he was invited by his good friend Michael. That's right. And so he knows no one there. People are drawn to me, though. So here's the question, because people are not drawn to him. (laughs) What does he do? How's he going to approach this situation, right? Where you're at a party, and you know no one. Uh, yeah, you're like Arya Stark. You, a girl, you know no a girl has no name, you know no wow. one. I should really turn this off ahead of time. God damn it. Sorry. Uh, party survival. A party survival guide is this week's think tank topic. Michael, explain how you brought this to the table. Okay, so I recently was at um, one of my good friends' house. She's one of my best friends uh, for her grad party. And I got there... About two hours after started, and I ended up staying. From, I got there five thirty. I didn't leave till like eleven, right? So like the only people at that party that I was like friends with is her, and like maybe like one or two other people. Everyone else I kind of know. I'm not close with them. There's no like how many strangers? Complete strangers. 
oh, all of her college friends that were there. I didn't know any of them. How big was the party? And all of her family, too, so it was huge. Ah, okay. It was like 50, 60, 70 people-ish. Mm-hmm. I would assume it'd be about that big. Mm-hmm. So you knew about 4%. Mm-hmm. I didn't know many. I mean, like, there were a bunch of, like, her friends there, too, that, like, I know because we went to high school with them, but I wasn't necessarily friends with them. Mm-hmm. Like, I could be cordial. Gotcha. I was cordial with them and everything, and I... Not enough to carry on a conversation, other than, like, look at this weather. Oh, my God. Right, or in sports if it was a guy or something like that. It wasn't. Right. There wasn't anything. There were about three total people there that I... Okay, maybe four that I could have, like, a legitimate conversation right. with. Okay, so four out of 50, 8%. Sorry, 8%. Right, so 8%. it's... All right, so, so it wasn't so it wasn't many. So then so then I later that night because Nico's a dick, <laughs> he almost blew me off to watch Game of Thrones. I, yeah, I, you're a bitch for that. Untrue. Well, kind of true. No, hundred percent. Because Nico's like Nico's like you're still true. you're still not home, correct. right? No, he goes you're still not home, right? And this is at like ten thirty. Yeah. Like, no, so he's like, oh, the, he's like, I just got to wherever he was going to, yeah. and I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna be home like a little bit later. He was like, okay, that we can do Thrones then. Yeah. So then I get home at eleven thirty, and I text him. I said, I'm home. He said, okay, try, uh, wrapping up, and then he decides that forty five minutes later, he finally texts me saying, watch it without me. Motherfucker, I could have watched that episode by myself in the time oh, I waited for you. You could have found out that fucking, uh, what's No spoilers! Thing? Brand's uncle was alive half hour earlier. No spoilers. Ooh. What if someone hasn't watched? That dude's name? Who gives a shit? What's that dude's name? <laughs> Benjamin Benjen Stark. Benjen. Benjen Stark. Well, he didn't remember him. Really? Why? Well, I, I remembered the name. I didn't know what he Uncle looked Benjen. like, and I didn't remember that he was on the show. Uncle Benjamin. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so then and I came because I'm a good friend right, that way. So then that so then in and the, you felt guilty as shit. Oh, of course, very tired. Mosquito bites from head to toe. I I had, but he damn well enjoyed the episode. I'm glad he didn't watch it by himself. Uh, yeah, well. <laughs> and we also got this great idea because I then told Nico about this idea hmm. because I literally just experienced this. So get into business. Yeah. First rule, sure. right? If people are drinking at this party, the first thing you need to do is start drinking. Uh, you can't yeah. be the sober person approaching a whole bunch of drunk people, right? It's a social aspect. If people are drinking, start doing that. Okay. Interesting. I want to rewind just to – let's go a step – before we actually get to the actual party because okay, okay. parties are a difficult animal. They're really, really tough because invites to parties – I feel like we're not selective enough with who we invite to parties and that it, it is sort of an open thing. It's just you're Oprah Winfrey. You're looking under your seats. You get an invite. You get an invite. Everybody gets an invite. Yeah. And you lead to just this circus of of just total misfits. And it's not working and it doesn't click. And that's how bad parties result, in my opinion, is either bad hosts um, bad music is one, but where it all starts is bad curation of guests. So here's my question to you guys, first and foremost. Where do you draw the line for finding out whether or not you are obligated to attend a party? If you're on the fence about it, how do you make the call, yes, I'm going to go, no, I'm not going to go? To me, it's all about how well you know the person. Sure. Right? Is this somebody who... You feel like you can just not show up and they won't notice. Mm-hmm. Like it was like you got the invite out of pity. Happens all the time. <laughs> not to me. It um, happens to him. The story of my life. <laughs> Take her <laughs> home. Um, so if you don't feel any obligation to the person, you know what? You're fine. Mm-hmm. The other one is if you're so close, you can say, listen, I don't really know anybody there. I feel like it's going to be weird. I want you to have fun with the other friends. Again, you're fine. You're in the clear. 
you can get out of that. The issue comes when you're in that middle ground. Sure. Of like, they expect you to be there, but you don't know them well enough to bail. Right. Right. That's interesting. See, the funny thing is, okay, this is how I would normally decide. Uh-huh. See, I'm a little different than him. I decide, I try and find out who's going to be there before, like ahead of time. So then based on that, I can make the judgment. Because mm-hmm. if there's a whole bunch of people there that I, I don't really know, I try to avoid it. But also, like with this party that I was just at, I couldn't just bail because I would have lost my life if I had. Because she right. would have killed me because I'm so close to her. She would have killed me if I wasn't there. Right. So for me, it's more about if I'm not super close to the person and they w- won't get offended if I'm not there, I try and find out who's going to be there before beforehand. And then based on that, I make the judgment. So, for example, excuse me. Say I didn't have that party, right? Mm-hmm. I got invited to go somewhere else, and I asked them who was. I asked the person who invited me who was going to be there, and it was like no one I knew. So just based on that, I probably wouldn't have gone, even though I'm relatively close to the person. That's interesting. I would. I would. I'd do it based on who's going to be there. That's interesting. I try to avoid as much forced conversation as possible. This is not a surprise, but I completely fucking disagree with you. I think that is if I can posit a rule here I just want to get this out in the ether I am so irritated by people that ask me who's coming to a particular party. I always feel like if I invite someone somewhere you're coming to see me. And I think you should make the distinction based on the host and not the other guests. You know what I mean? Do you agree or disagree with that? No, I'm with you. That's, yeah. That was what I said. Yeah. Right? I, I, no, I disagree because I'm not spending the whole time with you. Yeah. But here's the, here's the if caveat. I'm, if I'm spending 15% of the party with you, that other 85% of the time I'm going to be absolutely Well, see, here's miserable. the thing. I think that other 85%, you can bail. Right. I say you leave. Right? If I owe Nico so 15 coming minutes for... of obligation, <laughs> I come, I say hi, I hang out, make sure he's good, and then I leave. That's it. Yeah. I say, listen, not for nah. me, not feeling it. I came to support you. I'm out. Yes. I'll drink your booze. No, but see, here's the thing. The other thing is you shouldn't be inviting me if I don't belong in that group of people either. <sighs> no, I disagree. Well, it, it's a fine line. Really fine, yeah. fine, fine, fine line there. I do think, though, that once the – if you're just the guest, if you're the attender, I don't think you really have – I mean, you have been invited to this event – they were fairly generous in inviting you. I mean, you're coming to their home, most likely. You're drinking their booze. You're eating their food. You're enjoying their social Listen, setting. Listen, Nico, I did exactly that in regards to your Christmas party this year. That's right. That's an that exa- was literally one of the most miserable times of my life. Because <laughs> I am not close with anyone but you, that was but, here. But you did it for me. Wait, did I get invited to that Christmas party? You were there. Was I? <laughs> <laughs> you were here, you idiot. No, he wasn't. Yes, what? you were. I distinctly remember you sitting on the ground in front of the fireplace there. Remember when we had the gift swap? You were definitely here. I was definitely yes, here. Yes, you were definitely here. I wouldn't I was have definitely invited here. you. You were definitely here. I can't wait. Yes. But no, but that's what I'm saying. You came for me. You didn't come for everybody else. And if it's on me for being the dick, that's fine. But the guests, it's sort of like incumbent on them to just suck it up and like, all right, fine, I'll go. But as a host... And when you're sending out the invites, mm-hmm. you you kind of owe it to at least put a little bit of thought into is everyone going to get along. I certainly agree. Which you literally didn't do <laughs> because that was one of the most awkward parties ever. It was so divided. It was a tad, yes. It was a tad. A tad. Uh, it was literally like half the room and half the room. It was sort of like tectonic place. And then me and Alex and... just kind of out of place because we're, we're friends with each other and you and literally no one else. <laughs> Alex seeing how many bad glares he could get when he went to high school with. But again, you did it for me, though. 
Right. But say pra- you're, you practiced what you're apparently not preaching, and that is if, like, if you see... No, I wanted a gift. Uh, <laughs> <fair> <laughs> no, I didn't and come for you. interest wins again. Yes. I didn't give a shit. I just wanted to do the gift swap and give someone a shitty gift. Interesting. Uh, okay, so if you do decide to go, or should we say, how close are you then? Do you have to be with the person in order to say that you'll you'll bite the bullet and go to something you, you may not enjoy? I think you got to be pretty close. Uh, not pretty close. I, you can't say moderately close, but like more than an acquaintance. Yeah, it had to be friends. Here, here's a rule. Mm-hmm. How about you judge it based on how many parties they've invited you to? What if you just follow that person's lead? So in other words, or, or, okay. or, or vice versa, or how many you've invited them to. Okay. So if... if or if uh, they've invited you in the past. Right. So yeah. if they this person has been at five of your parties, then you kind of owe them five parties. What if you don't have parties? Because I don't have parties. Counter, <laughs> how mad do you think they're going to be if you don't show up? Well, that fits in your yes, no, certainly, Michael. Yes, it's if you didn't show up, you're gonna be super mad. Yes, that's why you're obligated to go. But if like you weren't there and you're like, okay, fine, yeah, whatever, then you're fine. You're the well, if that's the case, then I'm never coming to any of Nico's awkward parties ever again because <laughs> I don't really give a shit how mad he gets because I know he'll he'll get over it. I don't get that mad. That's a good point. But no, but yes, you you don't have license to skip any of me or Alex's parties. You do not have license no. to do Once that. Once you've been on a podcast with a person, no. you're obligated. Yes. You have no – you cannot bail in any ser- scenario whatsoever. And I have no obligation – or I have no uh, license to bail on you either, I think. But I feel like we can – we can. Yeah. <sighs> but see, no, I'll remember that the next time you bail on me. <laughs> How dare you? It's, it, <laughs> it's tough, though. It is really tough. Hmm. I'm trying to think uh, – yes. I think the idea of basing it on how many – they or you've invited them to just follow yeah, that lead. It's a factor, there, right? Yeah, that it's reciprocal definitely a factor. kind of thing. But once you get there, now we're in the scenario where we don't know jack shit about anybody. Yeah. And we don't know how to tackle this. We don't know what we can make. That's the making conversation is the big hump, isn't it? It's all about finding so. a common ground. Not even that. I think sometimes most of the problem just comes from getting started even getting that approach mm-hmm. because if you're standing there in a sea of people who you don't know knowing where to start is a big thing because not everyone is like nico and allowed that you can just walk up to them and hear what they're saying because you were listening from halfway across the room <laughs> some people talk with an indoor voice and so it's difficult to like when do you interject into a conversation and be like oh yeah like i know something about that do you talk about yourself or do you talk about the person that you're there for mm-hmm. um i think these are a lot of the questions and personally I would always start the conversation with the person, whoever invited it, whoever's the host. You start with a story about them because that's obviously common ground. You're all there. That's a good point. Probably. That's a great point. If it's not, then what are they doing there? And then that's a totally different story. Mm-hmm. Um, How did you break the ice yesterday? Or two days ago, rather. Three days ago. I didn't. You didn't. I stuck with the one of the four people I knew for the majority of the party. Really? Literally. Did you talk to anybody? I, obviously, I didn't just sit there with them literally but, the whole time. But, but what, like, I what'd you talk about? With who? With the, with the people you didn't know. Not much. Give me an example. Sports. Sports. Fantasy baseball. Not a bad one. Not that a was bad with one person. Shut up. <laughs> one person. I was a part of one bald joke. A what joke? Bald. Why? Because someone made a bald joke when I was in front of them and. 
He laughed along. We were just we kept it going. Who's bald? Someone at the party. Oh, okay. Oh, that's not bad. Making fun of other people at the party is always good. It's risky though, because if you don't know who you're dealing I mean, with, I knew him. Right, so you knew him. If you're but at a party I'm not where friends you know, with him, but like I know him. If you're at a party where you know nobody, and like the person that making fun of him was one of his be- was one of his best right, friends. Exactly. Like if so, like go- it was fine. But like literally, I spent ninety percent of that party talking to four people. Right. Sarah, her two f- best friends, Heather and Jen, mm-hmm. and Erica Mikulak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> literally, that was it. I think. Um, but like, see, here's the issue: is that Nico goes to this party. And he makes fun of, like, some balding guy, and it's someone's boyfriend, and he gets punched in the face. That's true. That's a good... But, see, here's the thing, though. It's... This is something that I am an expert on, okay? Are you? This is one of the few things in life where I know this. I got this down. Fucking, if you want to go to a party and pick up some chicks, you don't talk to me. But if you want to figure out how to just dominate a room sometimes, and how to make ball busting and to make fun of people seem charming... You come to Nico, okay? So that's the funny part is that I don't want to be dominating room when I'm at a party where I don't know people. I don't want to be at that party, period. <laughs> see, that's – but see, now this is where I think the two of us are different in how we survive these things. Yeah. My survival instinct, my fight or flight is always – for you, it's get the hell out of there. It's the flight end of it. For me, it's I am going to – if I'm going to talk to these people, I'm going to fucking talk these people to death. And I'm going to make fun of them, and I'm going to yell loud, and I'm going to make myself... Well, half the people that I talk to at these parties I don't know I think are fucking idiots, and they can't have a real conversation, so I want no part of them. Right, which is why you don't make conversation, which is why you talk at them and not with them. But I, but I, I, have, I have nothing that I want to say to yes. talk at them. There's so make no- something up. <laughs> pretty easy <laughs> i don't know but yeah but they don't deserve to get what's inside of this head uh, oh they can't uh, tap into that no, they, they're not they're not worth they're not oh. worthy and you guys say i'm the narcissist yes they're not worthy fucking will hunting over here all of a sudden you just it's it's a tough shell to crack apparently get in the head of that brilliant mind it's not it's not worth it because it's, it's a pointless conversation it doesn't do anything for either person i think the only thing it does is it keeps you amused at a party right i think that's the value yeah but i don't want to be it? amused at a party I want to be amused at a party with people I know and have a good time with them rather than strangers. But you're not there. But you are not at an enjoyable party. Right. You're at a fucking miserable I understand, party. which is why I want to leave. But, see, but you can't leave. Why can't you leave? Because you showed up to the person's party and you feel an obligation to them and you're doing it just because you're a good friend. And part of also being a good friend means making it through there for a significant period of time. Being one of the last to leave, that's a sign of being a good friend, Right. Uh, uh, looking like they're having an enjoyable time, not letting the host worry about you. Exactly. I think that's a good point because if you're, the host looks over and sees you're sitting there, not sitting there miserable, but obviously uncomfortable. They're going to feel bad. They're going to make an effort. That's going to pull them away from their other groups. And I think that's just, that sets a bad tone yes. altogether. I think you owe it to the person to try and, try and have a little fun by yourself. There's so many times that I've seen where a host feels obligated to babysit one of the guests. And yeah. It's like they're yeah, but see, then concerned. I then I think it's their fault for inviting that person. Uh, That's the thing. I think it's a hundred percent. They need to recognize that the dynamic of the people that they're inviting is not going to be a fluid one. There's a lot of things that hosts are worrying about, and that can't be one of them during the party. Well, the, the whole point: you can't have a party if there's no guests. You're here, <laughs> no, nah, but you're there, and it's like you're serving. You're you're you're, yeah, you're listen. When you're I, working yeah. the ox cord. When it's I a, have a party a or have people over in general. 
I intentionally do not invite people that I am closest with if they are not going to fit well with the rest of people that are there. Mm-hmm. I intentionally do not do that because I do not want to have to be doing what you just said with the babysitting. Like, there was one time – I am close with Brian's friends at school, mm-hmm. as close as you can be for your friend, one of your best friend's roommates. You know what I mean? Like, when I see them, it's like – it's like I'm friends with them. It's just it clicks. Mm-hmm. So they were going to come visit Brian one day when we were going to have cards, and he was like, "Can they come over?" And I was, and he was like, "If like not, like it's fine. I'll just tell them we'll hang out like a different day. It's no big deal." I was like, "I don't think they're gonna mesh well with our group of friends, especially if Tom's gonna be there because Tom's gonna be super awkward with them." And I didn't think it was a good idea to have them there, so I said no. It's not. A, I don't like mixing groups that do not mesh well together, and I know for a fact that they do not mesh well. With us. You don't want worlds colliding, is what you're saying. You don't want relationship George walking in the door and killing independent George. And I do understand that to a certain extent. But I think once you're there, bro code dictates. Yeah, maybe the the host fucked up. Maybe they didn't get the dynamic right. Maybe they didn't read the formula 100% correctly and mix the chemicals in a perfect test tube. Unlike Alex, who gets that all correct all the time. Uh, Damn straight. Yeah. But... Sometimes it's not 100% right, but you got to roll with it. And part of being a good bro, part of being a good friend, is faking your way through a miserable party. And my way of surviving that, and everybody deals with it differently, is being the center of attention, hogging every piece of dialogue, screaming at people's faces, and making a lot of jokes and making people laugh. See, I personally would like to go find the other person there who's having an uncomfortable time. That's a good one. Right, and bonus points if they're hot. Um, <laughs> but you find the other person there who's obviously uncomfortable and, like, kind of also out of that removed circle of influence. Yeah. Um, See, I did it. that because Erica was the other person like that. Right. Yes. That's literally, and I spent literally the entire time yeah, with her. You do. It's a good move. So I do. But that, was, that wasn't intentional because her and I are friends as it is. Right. You got two techniques, in my opinion, when you're entering a party, ways to work a room. You can roam... And you can camp. There's a video game reference in there somewhere. I don't play video games. But you can stay in one place. You could stake out your territory. And you can stick with the same couple people that whole time. Or if you just really hate making conversation and you want to be quick and casual, you just sort of roam around. You take a lot of bathroom breaks. You're always getting food. Well, and that's the difference, too, is you and your camping out section mm-hmm. stay tend to stay in the center of the room. Sure. Right, because you want to be that center of of everything ever. Yes. Um, whereas <laughs> you have then your perimeter hunters. Right. Who are just walking around the edges, hitting the doors, <laughs> like keeping their right hand on the wall at all times. Yeah. And just working their way around. I feel like they cross the their arms the a lot, right? They're, they're, yep. They do lean against walls quite a bit. That's a great point. Wall leaners. Yep. Wall leaners. Ooh. That sounds like a weird, like, horror movie from fucking, like, the 70s. Like, a B-horror movie. It's the invasion of the wall leaners. Just slowly <laughs> surrounding the That center. was one of the weirdest references you could have made. I don't know. To reference to a fake movie? Yeah, it's a pretty weird reference. No, but you, like, quoted someone. You, like, you like named someone. No, uh, you made all that up. Yeah, no, all made up. Uh, oh, no, yeah. It should be a thing. So don't that's why I didn't realize but, that you were, yeah, that was Hence horrible. why it's a weird reference. There's no such thing as Invasion of the Wall Leaners. No, obviously, no, I meant the person that you said. That you, I think there should be. Yeah. No, a wall leaner? You never heard of the wall leaner? Didn't you say, like, a 1970s movie by, like, someone? No, no, no B-list no. movie. B- yeah. Oh, B-list. Yeah, 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 I yeah. thought you named someone. No, I didn't B- hear you no, say B-list. No, no, B-list. Got it. Yeah. 
Got uh, it. M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah, what are we now? B-list. What are we... <laughs> it's spelled B-E-A. <laughs> yeah. Co-star of the Golden that. Girls. That's uh, B. Arthur. I understand. I love her. Uh, yes. She, Not because she's attractive, because she's super ugly, but I, mean, I think she's dead, too, but... I think she just died, didn't she? I think so. I, I think... Cloris Leachman died. That was Cloris Leachman. Anyway... Wasn't she on the Golden Girls? Cloris Leachman was definitely on the Golden Girls. No. No? It was Betty White, B. Arthur, and who was the third one? Rue McClanahan. Oh, okay. She's what also dead. Oh. Wow, Betty White, though, is still sticking it out. She yeah. recently had, like, a video or a gif of her dabbing come out. <laughs> <laughs> what a trooper. She knows what's up. Oh, she does. Love her. She definitely Keep does. going. Uh, yeah. So you can roam or you can camp. Yep. What is the best way to go about it? Does size have anything to do with it? Because... It's kind of, in my opinion, easier at a 70-person party like Michael was at yesterday to just sort of roam around and, and get lost in the crowd. Yeah. But if you're at, say, a 10 to 15-person party... Oh, you're stuck camping. You're stuck camping. What do you do then? I think, again, it comes back to the common ground. You find something to start the conversation. Mm-hmm. I also think if you're uncomfortable in that social situation, just sit back and be quiet. Mm-hmm. Just let everybody else do the talking. Every party has a Nico <laughs> who is more than happy to do all of the talking for everyone ever. Every party has a Nico. And if there isn't one, it's you. I aim to please. I aim to. We can come up with a better name for it than the Nico, though. I feel like there's a better technical name. Fire truck. The fire truck? The fire truck. Just whining on and on and on and on. <laughs> Big, loud, and alerts everyone to its presence. No, the angry girlfriend. <laughs> the angry girlfriend. How dare you? The angry girlfriend, because they never shut the hell up. It's just constant jibber-jabber in your ear. Nah, 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 Does nah, she nah, still nah. watch the show? Yes. Oh. <laughs> I wasn't referencing her, necessarily. There is... Necessarily. <laughs> there's a different category for angry chicks, though. Yeah. I, this is... This is not to be sexist or anything, but the person It's that, sexist. Fine. Totally sexist. <laughs> the person... The following is a sexist warning from Think Tank. From three college dudes here doing a podcast. There's a difference between the angsty bitch that just is like a quiet killer, right? And she just, she makes you want to kill your, kind of like the Cecily Strong character from SNL. What's the uh, uh, girl that you didn't, or that you wish you didn't start a conversation with at the party? Um, Have you seen, oh, you haven't seen that? No. Oh, where she's got the phone and she's like, uh, and yeah, she's like half on her phone and then she's starting conversation with Seth Meyers or whatever. No, it's a really good character. Look at it. Uh, but <laughs> that is different. That's the girl that it's like, oh my God, shut the fuck up. I can't take you anymore. And I think the guy that tends to do- dominate the conversation, predominantly male, predominantly loud, uh, and predominantly bad with women. Speaking from experience. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I say we call them the fire truck. I like fire truck. That's not bad. Because the girl, that is a different thing. I think that's a different subset it's of its the own. the Black Panther waiting in the shadows that's... to pounce and slit your throat. I, w- I hope I that wasn't many racist. I that. hope that wasn't a racist thing. That this wasn't a racist The thing. following comment is a racist comment <laughs> from the think tank. We're going to have so much the, for the, attractions the, the next sta- week. The statements made in this podcast do not reflect the actual beliefs of all three members, just some of them. We're going to have so many retractions <laughs> next week. The Nico Show would like to apologize for being sexist, uh, racist. 
Okay. So I would say let that guy go. Dude, let the guy do the work. Right? Let him work. If he's in his zone, he's feeling it, he's throwing out jokes and insults, make sure he's not aiming them at you and just stay back. Sometimes it clicks. It is hard to be that guy, though. Sit in, like, the third row back. Yeah, but that's not your problem. If you're not that guy, it's not your problem. Mm. For for all of the people out there that are that guy, I would caution you for a couple a couple tips here. Number one, if you're off, acknowledge that you're off and cut the set early. Okay, a stand-up comedian, if he's bombing, knows that he's bombing and leaves. What you are doing at this party is performance art. Okay, you are not conversing, you are not having a good time, you are fucking entertaining the crowd. You are doing a public service, in my opinion. Okay, what I do is a public service. That explains so much. <laughs> Don't even understand. It is heroic. It is noble. Okay, to to uh. uh Take the attention off of those that are uncomfortable, to break awkward silence, to just keep a party moving. Understand, sometimes you're on and they will love you and they will throw flowers at the stage. And other times they are just waiting to throw tomatoes. Leave before the tomatoes get flung. All right. If you are not feeling it, cut it short. If for some reason the the crowd it just doesn't work with it, whatever jokes you're telling, if they're not susceptible to all the ball breaking, uh, just, just leave. And by leave, I just mean sort of step back and let the silence sort of simmer and someone will take over. Find for a you. break in your set. Yeah. Finish your punchline. Get bow the, out. Get the hell out. That's it. Get the hell out. Cause it's a tough, tough and task. prepare the next day for all the texts. This guy was such an asshole. All my friends complained about you. <laughs> Story of my fucking life, dude. I got you. Story of my life. What do you, what what say you, Michael? I say that. I have a question. A, the, okay. Oh no, no, it's fine. Keep oh going. yeah. Uh, what do you make of that guy, generally speaking? Not just of me, but of of anybody that dominates like that. Oh, I ignore him. I don't mm. give a shit. Mm. I'm not entertained. <laughs> not at all. Are you not? If I'm already, if I'm already, if I'm already not amused by being there in general, that guy certainly doesn't make me feel any better. I'm telling you, that guy, you miss him when he's gone, though. There's a thing about that. It's like you hate him when he's there, but you miss him when he's gone. You understand when that guy's not there anymore, and everybody just twiddling their thumbs, talking about the fucking weather for the fifteenth time. Then you miss the fire truck. Okay, then you call 911 and the fire service for some reason is out that day, right? The the station is totally unmanned. You will miss that damn fire truck. Party's burning down. Yeah. Maybe I'm just validating my own existence. I think so. Could be. A little bit. A little bit. All right, what else do we have to talk about here? Well, when I was at the party, there was one point where, like, everyone just kind of pissed me off. So I literally just walked away (laughs) and went and sat on the front steps. (laughs) By yourself? Yeah. Ooh, that's a ballsy move. Which it was great because, one, it gave me the opportunity to text you. Mm. Two, a member of the party was upset and ended up coming coming outside and sitting next to me and venting. Mm. So it it worked out fine. And the host also said to me, why are you out here? I was like, I don't know. I'm not really friends with anyone there. She's like, no, I get that. It's fine. Mm. <laughs> so she understood. You have a spot. There's always that spot. There's always like that, that like situation room off to the side. It's like, you got to go there. If, if things are dire, you find a girl come up on the mic. You, sorry. You, <laughs> you find somebody else at that party mm-hmm. of moderate attractiveness. And then you find that spot. Ah, or these different spots <laughs> that you're talking about. 
There's safe zones for sure. There, right. there are certainly safe. Could zones. be, could be a treehouse in someone's backyard. Ooh. Um, <laughs> Brian and Kelly, Jesus. <laughs> that was Brian and Kelly. That's in, right. In I was there. I grade. remember that. I was at that Playing party. manhunt, making we were, out in the treehouse. Remember, we were crawling through the yard, like fucking spying on them. <laughs> Dude, manhunt back in the day was the best thing ever. And now we're all too fat and slow to run around. I played ten rounds of manhunt the other day. It was quite fun. I'm great at manhunt though, because I I find that spot and I don't fucking move. <laughs> <laughs> You're the kid that after half an hour of looking, they just leave. They give up and then finally the base is mine. And I just yeah, <laughs> I go right to the thing. Um, or it's a front step. Yep, front step is good. If, if you're lucky, somebody's well. room. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. If you're lucky, you yeah, know, somebody's room. Front step worked well. Yeah. Uh, the worst is when someone finds you though, and then someone finds them, and then. Like everyone follows you out and there, whole party and then it's just like it all goes to you shit. Lost your zone, yeah. It outside is really that's a that's a nice safe place because then you can always use the excuse. Oh, I just need some fresh air. It's a little stuffy in there. I gotta make a phone call. You pretend yeah. like you're doing something important. I mean, I did call you. That's true. <laughs> I did. I did call you. Yeah. Pretend to do something important. That's all. Mm. Exactly. Um, just doing stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I agree. I think that yeah, that's a good one. Uh, common ground. Very important. So, so I think what we need to get back to is there a formula for surviving a party in general? I think it's pick one of the strategies and, and go with it, right? Well, I pick the strategy though, but I would say based on the climate of the party. Yeah, you kind of got to read it. Figure out what party you're dealing with first, and and maybe we can categorize this a little bit. Now, are you one of the first ones to get food when the food comes out, or are you one of the last ones to get food when the food comes out? I think you. I think you hang back. I think you wait, and I think, oh yeah, you will go. I'll, you go without me, and that gives you an excuse at any point to go and, and pick and choose. You yep. know what I mean? Yeah. I think. Um, okay, so if we were talking about categories real quick. Mm-hmm. You got your big parties, right? Mm-hmm. Like seventy plus. Sure. Which are like family, friends, extended families, or just nobody knows everyone there. Sure. I think those parties, you you just want to roam it. Mm-hmm. And just because if nobody knows anybody, then you're fine. You're all in the same boat. Mm-hmm. And I think your 10 to 15 people parties, that's a little more, in, that's a lot more intimate. Let's oh, be sure. honest. That's basically like if you throw on some weather, you could all have an orgy right there. Just like <laughs> 10 people, I think, is the prime orgy number. I think. No, I don't know. Is that prime? Oh, that's another Think Tank episode. <laughs> is it? How to host a successful orgy. <laughs> is what it? do you do if no one knows anyone at your orgy? <laughs> God, uh, I'm so sorry for the 12 year olds listening out there. Scissoring. When is it okay? Oh my god. Is it gay if you're surrounded by six just chicks? Re- just remember. <laughs> just remember. Not all things said on the on the think tank are the views reflected of all three of us. Just some of us. But you could totally Google everything we say. Oh, for sure. For a good time. <laughs> How many condoms is the right number? For an orgy. You don't want to be too ambitious. No, you just you all get used. You're, sir, you don't want to be a slut. I mean, come on. <laughs> and we we go to orgies, but we're and you don't want to run out because that's even worse. Oh, we're decent. Okay. Who's we? <laughs> uh, Alex and I had our next <laughs> 15 orgies. Or the dead. think tank takes to Craigslist <laughs> in a special investigative report. Oh, that'd be great. Could you imagine we just took the mic, just knocked out? <laughs> like we're this has gone way off the tracks. 
The train has derailed. <laughs> the train has derailed. Uh, yes, yeah, ten to fifty. Okay, so you're at an. Orchard. It is derailed, <laughs> and we're now talking about railing. If, okay, <laughs> if you're in, let's call it, you know, let's call it the orgy zone. Can the we orgy not talk zone. about this anymore? <laughs> uh, no, the orgy zone. I like ten to twenty is the orgy, the orgy zone. zone. Like, you could under ten, and it's not a party, by the way. Under yeah, ten, it's a, a, it's a hangout. It's a gathering. It's an ice cream social at, at, yep. at zero to ten. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so ten to twenty oh. is the orgy zone. Like you could feasibly have an orgy. Sure. Just out of nowhere. Yeah. And if you're there, then and what if, do you do? Then you gotta find a couple of people and you strike up some conversation in smaller groups. Mm-hmm. I think everyone will break off into like groups of five, groups mm-hmm. of six, mm-hmm. and you work that group dynamic like it's a smaller party, like yeah. it's an even smaller gathering. Um, then you hit your like thirty to forty, yeah, which is awkward. Sure, because you, you got a first step. You have to establish which groups are already established, right? Right, because if you walk in on a group and there's this has happened at parties that you've held, mm-hmm. there's seven people sitting there playing cards. Mm-hmm. You don't want to get in on that. They're doing their thing. Sure, especially if they're a couple hands in. Money's already changed hands. Yeah. Can't buy in. You let them play. Yeah, there just off the bat, they're off limits. Mm-hmm. So now you're down. Your thirty or forty people is now twenty seven, thirty seven whatever mm-hmm. um the, the reason why that number is so awkward is that it's just enough where it's like everybody or, or it's like you could feasibly not know everyone but it's also just small enough where it's like everybody else it's very you could very easily be the one guy that doesn't know everybody right and everybody else could be fairly friendly with each other right especially if you get brought along as someone's plus one right Right, if Plus you're, ones are tough. Oh uh, yeah, if you're dating somebody and they bring you along, and it's, again, it's a small, a small group like that, they probably know everyone there, and you know just them. If you're a guest at a party, and just if your boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever the case may be, avoid plus ones at all costs. But if you bring a plus one, they're totally your responsibility. Oh, absolutely. They're like a kid. You put them on a leash and just drag them along with you wherever yeah. you want to go. But like, if if specifically ladies, okay. If your dude doesn't want to go to something, like, figure out a system. Figure out a nice, like, little give and take. Because being a plus one at everything is horrible. I would just avoid taking anybody anywhere. You know what I mean? Especially you know everybody. That's why you're alone. <laughs> like, I don't want to be dragged as a plus one. I want to fucking own it. That I want to, I want to be my own. I want to be my own person. But I will say this, though. Nico wants them to have the podium set up where he'll give his speech from. Yes. If you are in that situation... I prefer the Arya Stark take. A boy is no one. A boy is no one. Yes. You want to be your own person. I want to be no one and out there. That's right. That's right. Well, uh, uh, like Arya, you're going to need to take Needle out eventually, and you're going to have to go to town. And then you're going to die. How dare you? Soon. Oh. She's not dead. So dead. No, she's not. No, she's not. I think they kill her. There is no chance of that happening. And because you're saying that is why there is zero percent chance of that. I think it's gonna happen. Zero. She's also a trained assassin. Yeah, we're off the we're off the rails again. (laughs) God damn it! If you're in a setting that's kind of intimate and you're not really sure where to go, buddy system. Yep. Buddy system. Find your dude. uh, Find common ground at all costs. Like, roam around until you find that dude and stick to it. That way you can always – misery is is always better when – in the words of Billy Joel, they're sharing a drink they call loneliness, but it's better than drinking alone. All right? you If you're miserable at a party, it's always better to have someone else miserable with you, and you'll always get through it. Find your dude. 
and and latch on for Put dear in your life. required time based on how close you are. Yep. And then leave if you want. How many hours? Can you stay? Should you stay? Did you stay, Michael? I was there for about good six hours. Hmm. And it would have been eight or nine had I gotten there at the time the party actually started. What time did the party start? Three. Three in the afternoon? Yep. And you got there what time? 5.30. And you left at 11.30? 11.15, 11.30-ish, yeah. See, I think if it starts midday, in my particular opinion, uh, I think you can leave before the sun sets. I think you're, you can always have – you can always say, I have plans tonight, right? I feel like because day and night are two separate things. So if you're, like, at a picnic or something, you have no obligation to stay until dusk, you know? You you can peace out as soon as the sun goes down. I don't even think it matters how many hours. Let's say you got there at 3. I think by 7, you can peace. I think you're fine. A primetime party is a little different because you really have no excuse. Half an hour per year of friendship unless you're released early. Ooh. Interesting. So I've known you for 10 years. I've known uh, no. – So five hours. Going on 11. Oh, jeez. So if I threw like a party that lasted more than five hours, you're required to be there for five of them. Oh shit! Don't ever throw a long party because I'm gonna be literally. That's the thing though that. is you're stuck. You you we've been friends the for funny twenty thing years. Is, you have to come to every. In regards to this party, it's only been like four years. Two hours. Two hours. I think two hours is decent. Yeah, yeah. I think that's fine, right? Except it's not because. I literally might have lost my life. She might it's just her. That yeah. might be her problem. I think like contractually you were obligated for 2 hours. Half out. Um, that's not it's not a horrible system. Thank you. A li- nah, you know what though? Because I have friends of 4 years that I think I would have to be longer than the yeah. hours there. Well, I'm saying that's minimum. I think we I think we got to go longer. 45 minutes to an hour. I like 45 minutes. I can't do an hour. Then I'm at 11-hour parties for you two. I'm right. Not doing that. Well, right, but there's also no 11-hour parties. Uh, okay, hang on. <laughs> Let's do we're, we're getting the calculator out here, people. Well, and all of this is the caveat of unless you're released. Unless you go up to the host and you say, listen, I'm having a miserable time. Can I go? Sure. And they say, yeah, I know. I understand. You can go. Uh, all right. Um, so I – for you guys, it's eight hours. I get to be at your party. That, I think, fits. Eight hours. Woo! <laughs> I think that fits. Uh, a four hours is look, – you're looking at you're looking at three hours for four years. Four years of friendship equals three hours. I think 45 minutes is the number. 45 minutes? I think so. Oh, my God. That cat was – holy shit. There was a cat in the window, and it scared the holy fuck, fuck out of was me. Was it my cat? No. Oh. <laughs> there was? Yes. Oh, all right. It was a white cat, and it saw me look up at it, and it – Jesus Christ, that scared me. Oh, that's what happened. For all whiskers. the listeners at home. <laughs> <laughs> my God. Okay, so yeah. my question is, is there a point where you just say that the years don't matter anymore? You have to be there from whatever time you get there until it ends. Oh yeah, no. I I think I think if you are, I think when you get up in the eight hour require obligated period, right? Well, I mean, if you, if they're in your top ten friends, then you got to stay there for the whole. It's thing. It's like T-Mobile, your fave five. Yeah, top ten, <laughs> top five. Are you sure? Top, the top five you got to carve out. Is it? Is it? Are you sure it's the top five? Yes. I would go top three. No, top five. Because I know. Because I know that for my top five, it probably wouldn't be. 
the whole time. What's I your got top five. I got one, two. I'm trying to think. Let you me think. Okay, I'm thinking like for you. You're putting me, Nico, and your girlfriend top one, two, three. I didn't even include her because just... she counts. <laughs> <laughs> she, I, she, I like the order though. I like the. Rest. <laughs> I didn't even include her. In I that. like that Freudian slip. I just, assu- I just <laughs> very particular order. <laughs> I just, this, I just assumed that that was just a given. Mike, oh. your girlfriend's a person too. Oh. I understand. I just assumed it was. I assumed it was just a given that like if I'm with her. At a party, the nice thing she though, if, if your if your girlfriend's putting something on, you always have the excuse of I'm hosting, like you're co-host with right, with yeah. a girl. So it's like you're always you're getting drinks, you're barbecuing, you're cooking, yeah, right, this, right, right. That. That's an easy escape. See, I, I kind of just assumed that when I came to her, like it was just a given. Like I didn't really have a choice. Well, there. I'm trying to help you fill out your fave five. <laughs> oh, by the way, interesting survival method. Sidebar for a second. Okay, if you go to a party. And if you have like some sort of skill that people can use, and you take on a job, if you volunteer oh, if you're to like do something, the grill or the DJ, the best, yeah, just the best. You're the best kind. You of just, person. yeah. You, my dad did that the other day at one of our parties. He he was just in charge of drinks. He got everybody drinks. Yep. And <laughs> you, are you shocked that, by no, that? No, no, okay. no, no, no. Not bar surprising. ten. If you can ten bar. Why isn't he yeah. do? Why is he not doing that right now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. He's just like they're just like Marco. Just you're in charge of drinks. Just go. And That's he was awesome. able to roam, and he was very. It was nimble, and it was wonderful. You know, if you're good at a game, like if you're really good at bocce, yes, like you will need a player. Yes, you're that guy. You're that. Fill- if you're the you got guy. that role, it's like I- I'm on. I'm on the clock. What can I do? Yeah, I I'd got, love to I talk got. to you about your kids. I gotta go play bocce. But and yo, hard. like there, <laughs> there's people with empty drinks. Yeah, I know. There's a grill that bocce. needs some tender love and care right yeah. now. You know, absolutely. I agree. Great one. Who's your top five? Anyway, top five. Top. Five. Well, obviously you two. If we're not we're not including the girlfriend in this one. I'm putting the girlfriend in there. I'm not, I'm not just because she's like a given, like I don't have a choice. Okay, okay. It's <laughs> You're right, you I don't want her in my top five. But I never said like, that, but it's that's sh- essentially what you said. I'm pretty sure I that just is not what I said. I'm pretty sure your words Listen, were when it comes God to relation- damn it, I wish I didn't have her stuck in my top five wasting a slot, but she's gotta be there anyway. I'm Hear talking- that, Amanda? Go ahead. I'm talking home friends. Mm-hmm. Oh, your home friend. On yeah, next yes. week's corrections. <laughs> Amanda, if you're listening, do not listen to a thing these idiots are saying. Oh, man. All right, who's, so who's okay, your top five? So home, fr- home friends. There, there, one, two, you two. Yep. Brian, Brian. Sarah, Joey. Joey. Yeah. And you're stuck there. You're stuck at all. No, I'm not. You're not. Brian would not give a shit <laughs> if it's I It's not left. a matter of that, though. No, 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 no. It's not a matter of if they would give a shit or not. It's what's your obligation. Yeah, you're obligated. Oh, to I don't think no, but with with him, I don't think I'm obligated to but stay. But you at a would party get released, I think. If you went to him, and was like, "Listen, this exactly. sucks." He'd let you go. Right. In your heart, would you feel right about leaving a Brian party? Yes. Well, <laughs> just, wouldn't you? As the question came out of my mouth, I realized what Guess the answer. You wouldn't, just got wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't you? So you say? See, I have five friends that I'm stuck there for the whole time. Yeah, I think uh, well, uh, us two. Yeah. Yeah, I, I got at least five. Well, you won't name yours. I have to name mine. Name your top five, Nico. You know who they let's are. Let's alienate some people for you. No! Because no, a lot of them listen to this. Yeah, I no know. Way. So, Jimmy? Jimmy's there, yeah. I'm yeah. stuck there. Who else? Natalia? No. I'm stuck at Megan's, though. Megan? Yeah, you no are. what. It's, yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. Uh, yeah, you are. <laughs> uh, and... Nick Hills? Evangelista? Yeah, someone named Nick. One of the Nicks is is probably there, and I get it. I'm stuck there. Absolutely. Yep. Know that about it. 
Oh, the other person I didn't consider. I may have to like kick put an Brian asterisk out. and kick Brian out because Kelsey. Yeah. Yep. Shit. Yeah. You'd have Brian's to... out of the top five. <laughs> Fucking bomb dropped. Suck it, Brian. <laughs> That's just because Brian, I wouldn't feel obligated to say. <laughs> it's not that he's not no. one of my best friends because he is. No. But like, it's it's just in regards to like being somewhere like that he's hosting something. I wouldn't feel it's obligated. But if you're listening, <laughs> suck it, Brian. <laughs> Brian, the top five. I still love you. Oh man. Um. Uh. Yeah. But I. All five of those people. I. I, I think you're stuck there. I'm hey, there. Bob. I gotta be one of the last to leave. What about you? You two. Yeah. Kelsey. Yeah. See, here's the thing: is at home, nobody likes. Me. <laughs> <laughs> That's a problem. Away um, though. If college counts. Oh, at college, I have tons of friends. Yeah, um, I have so many friends, guys. I have so many friends. I'm a big deal. <laughs> yeah. People like me. I'm the greatest. Yes. Um, Derek and Nick probably. And you're stuck there for um, the whole time. Yeah, they're stuck there for the whole time. Right. I lived with them last year. They're great guys. Got to do it. Um, interesting. Yeah, you're stuck. Top five I like. So top five, you're there for the duration, unless released. Yeah, unless released. Okay. Released from your oath, like. I like that. You're stuck there. I like how we, but. That requires ahead of time parsing out the top five. Mike's fuming over there. I don't know if he agrees <laughs> with us. All five of those people, though, you're stuck there the whole time. Yeah. You can't bail. You could not bail. Here's the, here's the thing. If they don't care if you bail, but then it's fine. It's not about – see, Michael, here's the thing, Michael. There's a code of conduct. There is – there's morals here. We are moral human beings, all right? We are here. We We – we live by a code of nah, honor. Here, no harm, no foul. No. We live by a code no of honor. Harm, no foul. And it's not about their reaction. It's about would I feel okay in my heart abandoning these rules? Absolutely. No. And I, <laughs> I, I would I absolutely you, feel okay. No, that is – you know what? You are fucking Littlefinger right now and you should be Ned Stark. That's all I'm saying, Okay. You you are Ramsey yeah, and look Bolton. who's still look who's still alive. <laughs> look who survived. It is about it is about sticking with your convictions, and I say yes. Those five people, but that's not one of my condition uh, convictions. It's a conviction now, motherfucker. It's <laughs> a think tank. It's not. It's a conviction. I, I do not agree with any of this. <laughs> it definitely is. Okay, so you can't bail early. That's the rule for your top five friends. Forty-five minutes per year of friendship. Is your baseline obligation. Yep. You can't leave any earlier than that. However, I would say barbecues, they're easier to piece out because you can always lie about where you're going. Yep. Always can yep. do that. Uh, if it goes too late, you can always bring up the excuse. I got to get up early tomorrow. Yep. That's oh, always so you're okay with time. excuses. I'm totally okay with lying. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Fucking lying. I, I don't think once we've done a lying podcast once yet. Once he's fulfilled his minimum obligation, he'd lie and get out of Oh, there. absolutely. Totally. 100% I'm fine with it. <laughs> Lie about your car. Lying's important. Girlfriend. Lie about. I understand, your but how do you think I'm bailing from these parties? I'm not just saying, "Oh, I'm getting it. I'll see you later." Lying. I'm literally going to lie to them and say that I'm not. I can't stay much longer. It's right. an important you obligation. After the minimum. After obligation. you've hit the minimum. Once I've given them enough friendship, it's totally okay to rip it away. <laughs> you've redeemed your friendship token. That's like, it. That's totally it. The little window has closed. <laughs> it's time to move your car. Oh, man. What, uh, what else? What else do we want to talk about here? Any last thoughts here? Because we're almost at an hour, by the way. Oh. Yeah. I figured. What are we thinking? Um, I think what it comes down to here is 
Are you moral or are you immoral, apparently? Okay, here's the other thing, and we can cut this in kind of wherever. I touched on it earlier. Like, if you're good at something, I want to touch back on that role thing. Hit me. Because um, definitely in college, I've realized um, very often I am drawn to the beer pong table. Yeah. Wherever that is. And they're at a college party, there always is one. Sure. Um, if not two or more. Sure. And that's usually where I camp out. Yeah. My, I, I make my rounds like once an hour, yeah. say hi to everybody, catch up on anybody who might have walked in, and then I'm right back to beer pong, and I'm yeah. just staying there the whole time. It's something I know. It's something I'm decent at. Like, yeah. you just find your zone, you camp out. Interesting. I like that. I like that. Is it same thing? Bocce? There's at, a couple like, zones. Your Italian parties. Bo- bocce's tough. You can't really find it, but if you get a good, like, eight guys that want to play bocce, you're set. Right. Poker table, shuffleboard, like whatever. Cornhole, cornhole's a good one. Cornhole's a great one. I played a lot of cornhole the other day. I love cornhole. Yeah, cornhole's good. Um, The bolo thing where you throw the nah, fuck that shit. But it's a game you could stake out if you're good at it. It's a carnival game. It is a carnival game. Jarts. How about jarts? Jarts. I've never heard of jarts. (laughs) You've never played jarts. No, I've. I have no idea what that is. There's a rousing game of retard ball going on somewhere. (laughs) Don't say that. It's not politically correct to say that anymore. That's the worst kind of correct. Mentally fucking retarded. When that that game was invented. What is is that? Oh, shoot. I've never talked about this on a podcast before. Okay. (laughs) I should talk about this. Back when I invented the game Retard Ball, when a number of us invented the game Retard Ball, it was okay to say retard. Now it's not okay. Uh, Was it ever okay? (laughs) It was definitely I, mean, I don't really okay. care, but in middle school, uh, me, Zeke, and I think Dominic D'Onofrio, the three of us invented a game called Retard Ball. We played it in the backyard, and it was essentially kickball with a shit ton of rules added onto it. And so, like, you would kick a ball, and you would run around the yard picking up a bunch of stuff and, like, bringing it back to your base or whatever, and it would, like, all be like worth different valued points so we would put like a winnie the pooh teddy bear in the uh in like at the top of the hill back there and if you got that it was worth 20 points but you would also have like checkers right in front of you each was worth one point and we just added a bunch of rules and shit uh it was called retard ball we played a shit ton of retard ball for like three years don't ask me why it's called retard ball i'm not exactly sure why (laughs) because you guys are retards (laughs) hey Mentally fucking retarded. For a while there, we called it uh, we called it R ball, and no one knew what it was. But there was there was. <laughs> now everybody knows what it was. It was a great game. I wanted to patent it one day. I'm surprised you never talked about that on a podcast. Cause I'm not allowed to say. Okay, I've said that word. I, I know too late now. But I I've, <laughs> I've said that word many times on the show when people have gotten upset with me, and they say that I shouldn't use the R word as they say. Next week on contractions. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of stuff that needs to be rolled back. Uh, yeah, so what else What else about parties here that we want to just throw in before we wrap this thing up? We talked about... When you leave. Mm. Do you say bye to everyone? Ooh. Do you just say bye to the host? You definitely say bye to the host in person. Well, obviously, yeah. If there's a lot of people, if you're at, like, the 70 party, you just leave. If you're in the 30, 40, you go to each room and just announce that you're leaving. Yes, if you're in the whole the, group thing, I think the double hand wave. If you're you in, ever seen that, you're I the, think you're only obligated to say goodbye to the people you specifically have interacted with and the people hosting the party. So if that's like 
a family, you say bye to each member of that family. Yeah. yeah. And each person that you've interacted with. Not necessarily like a personal say, goodbye, but like if they're you, in a group, like you say, I'm leaving, I'll see you guys yeah. later. I say you hit up you hit up each room. If the party's going on three rooms, you go in each one. Bye guys, I'm leaving. Anybody who then comes up to you, shake their hand, like if they care enough that you're leaving. Mm. And then when you're in the orgy zone, everybody gets <laughs> everybody their own gets a goodbye. Everybody gets their own goodbye for a job well done. Who are you hugging? Because that's for, now, if we're talking family parties, as you said, big family parties, I'm fucking hugging and kissing every single member of that family. If you're in the orgy zone. If you're in the orgy zone, a hug and a, a, hug and a smooch to everybody on the way. A, a hug, a smooch, and a slap on the ass. <laughs> for everybody. Oh, man. I, I think you hug the host, right? Or do you like the little bro, like fucking half yeah. and shake, half hug thing? The, yeah, it's two pats on the back. That's two, it. Two pats? Two pats. Oh, whenever I give someone a hug, apparently Amanda pointed this out to me. Yeah. Whenever I hug someone that like I'm not as close with, like I'm not like super good like friends with, yeah. I hug them, I pat them twice on the back, and then rub for like a second, and then I'm done. See, apparently watch. that's what I do. You do watch. a rub. Oh, wait, like, wait a minute. I gotta try this out. Wait a minute here. It's for me. It's they're currently demonstrating. Okay. All right. Wait a minute. Hold on. Okay. Let me try it with the hand though. Okay. No. The, come in for the high five. Okay. I know you're white, but. <laughs> <laughs> They're currently trying to do this. Two. It's gotta be two. It's two. It's definitely two. Show me how you rub, dude. Get up. <laughs> I'm currently gonna demonstrate <laughs> the Out point. of context, it's that sounded legit- really bad. Yeah, it's a legitimate uh, it's like it's a bit long. <laughs> I don't like that rubs a little bit. It's literally I also am not normally underneath it's Oh, wait a minute, how do you go? Wait a minute. I'm normally, here. I'm the, the bigger person. Cause so normally, what? So I'm going Because I'm not, I'm not hugging girls. I'm, I'm not hugging guys. <laughs> of course you are. No, I'm not. Hold on, wait a minute. Do this now. Do you do a rub here? No, you, nah. don't, you definitely don't. You definitely don't rub with that. No. Interesting. No, don't rub. I don't like rubs. I I'm out on rub. No, I say no to the rub. But the, the two-pat rule, right? The, I love the two-pat rule. That's a great one. Uh... <sighs> Girl, well, maybe girls you rub. There's a different story. There. No, no, because I, I don't <laughs> hug guys. <laughs> Who's hugging guys? I hug a lot of dudes. You <laughs> hugged me before. <laughs> I'm not hugging guys I'm not close with. I hug so many fucking so dudes. Picky. You wouldn't believe it. When you're I, in that's the, scary. When you're in the orgy zone, everyone gets a hug. <laughs> Absolutely. No, and I think also my role as dominator I get hugged a lot more often. My <laughs> That just sounds horrible. And that is also a entirely different podcast. <laughs> the fire truck gets hugged a lot more. Because again, I've entertained them. They want to thank me in more ways than just a simple goodbye. It's 100% true. Like, they want to show their affection. They want to show how much they appreciate me, and they often give me hugs. That definitely happens quite a bit. I love two pat. That's very good. Uh, yeah. I think the smaller the party, the more hugs you're given. Unfortunately, it's just the just the nature of the game. You know. Anything else? Anything else we got? We've hugged on a podcast. We've said the word retard way too many times. Uh, we were somewhat racist, somewhat sexist. No, you guys were. <laughs> we hit all the big markers in a successful podcast. I think we did, and I think that is how. You survive a party, I'm pretty sure, right? I mean, that was like the that is not. This podcast was so unclear. <laughs> like there is no clear what how to handle a party. I, did, I don't know if I can feel your way through it. I don't know. 
Right. I mean, we've given them strategies, but we have not come to a conclusion on what the best way to handle a party is. That's the funny thing. We I literally mean, haven't come like, Nico to Nico and I have. I- identify <laughs> identify your role and and do it to the absolute fullest extent. Commit. That's it. Fucking commit. If you're going to be the loud, obnoxious guy, be that dude. If you're going to barbecue all party, be that dude. If you're going to talk to one person, be that dude. But, like, you're there. And you could be miserable about it, or you could just own your job and just fucking play it out. <laughs> Why are you both looking at me? Because you were the one who wasn't yeah, I'm just saying. Us. That's how you do it. Uh, all right. Okay. Party Survival Guide in the books. That's episode two of Think Tank. If you want to get a hold of any of us on Twitter, I'm at Funny Nico Tweets. Alex doesn't tweet. And Michael is at Mikey Teeny. At Alex Lawson 1, if you're looking for me, though. I don't know why you would. There you um, go. I'm pretty sure his picture on Twitter is a fox head with two trombones. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. As you wear your freaking Marist Fox's band shirt. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Comfortable. And I'm assuming you could reach Nico at his email, too. Sure. Nico at twocentsradio.com. Get a hold of me. If you have topics, I would love them. We would all love them. Yes, please, 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 please. And we'll, we'll tackle just about anything that comes because up. Because it's, it's tough for us to come up with situations. Mm-hmm. Especially since we don't do much outside of our daily routines. <laughs> so if you guys have any situations or any things that you want clarified, you want some rules on anything, send them in to whoever. doesn't matter. Email, tweet, however you want to do it. If there's Snapchat. A... <laughs> Carrier pigeon. However you want to do it. Craigslist. <laughs> definitely however you want to do it, send us our, your ideas so we can answer and come up with things for you guys. Absolutely. Uh, by now, the artwork should be up on NicoEmpire.com. It's not done yet, but once it is done, I'll put that on the uh, I'll put that on the website there. You have to subscribe to this separately. Well, you know that now because you're subscribed to it already. But you can find it all on iTunes, on Stitcher, on all the normal podcatchers, uh, and write a review, tell a friend, all that sort of thing. You won't be able to find this anymore on the Nico Show feed, so it's going to be its own thing. And uh, hopefully we'll do this for as long as possible every week, as long as we got topics, right? Special thanks to Sarah Wisniak. <laughs> Special thanks to Sarah Wisniak. Shout out to Swizzy for listening to this. And, and enjoyed it. I'm uh, not sure if you listened to this one, but if you did, thanks a lot. <laughs> there you go. Uh, wait, fuck, we still don't have a catchphrase yet. I thought I just did this. Oh, here we go. No, no, here, here's what it is. Ready? I, oh, I literally just came to me right now. Oh, God. This is good. You had an epiphany. Thanks for swimming in the think tank. No. (laughs) No, 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 no. Love you all. Thanks for joining our orgy.